The chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association says Premier Brad Wall leaves a strong legacy in rural Saskatchewan. Jim Wickett of Rosetown says Wall was a great supporter of the province of Saskatchewan. Well, I can understand where he's coming from. You know, that's a, that's a tough job to have, and he had it 10 years, and then the phenomenal job he did do. But, uh, you know, very sad to see him go. Like I said, you know, the, uh, the growth and the, the prosperity of the province had uh, under his leadership was just second to none. What do you see as some of his greatest accomplishments for rural Saskatchewan? Rural Saskatchewan, just uh, recognizing that uh, we still exist, you know, that was the biggest thing. Uh, we felt very ignored by the previous governments, and, you know, they didn't mind taking the oil revenues out of our area, but as far as spending uh, money on roads and, and those kind of things, that was, you know, pretty much non-existent. So the highways budgets ever since the uh, Bradwell government got in have been the, the town of money. The money that was spent on those is just out of this world. But, I mean, there was a huge deficit in uh, in road building in the province. So long ways to go yet. So do you see a strong legacy in rural Saskatchewan uh, for, the, oh, I, uh, for the premier? I, yeah, for sure. I, I for sure see that. You know, he's very approachable, very in tune with, you know, it didn't matter if it was seemed to be rural or urban. He seemed to be uh, in tune with the issues of the day and, and how uh, the average citizen felt. And uh, if something just felt like it should be done that way, then then he made that happen. So, uh, you know, I think that'd be his legacy is just, you know, he was kind of an everyday guy that just did a job. What you're saying, he was a great communicator. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I don't know where he found the time or, or whatnot, but yeah, he seemed to be able to uh, communicate on so many different levels. And, you know, when you hear him, you know, whether he's phoning in on a football talk show or or whatever, he seemed to be able to know what was going on and, and how things went. Seemed to be fairly up on farm issues, too. Yeah. Yeah. He knew what was going on. He knew uh, he could tell, you know, how a person was feeling and, and you know, things were bothering them and and that kind of thing, he uh, he seemed to have that, just have that special knack that very few people have that. And, and he was certainly was one of those guys that seemed to be able to relate to pretty much anybody. Any thought on replacements? No, I think it's pretty early in that run. I mean, there's plenty of competent people there. And, you know, it's everybody that's actually in government started from outside. So who knows? Maybe there's some outside people outside of government that are, Maybe give it a consideration, and I guess we'll wait to see. Jim, you farm in the Rosetown district. Tell me about harvest. How's it going right now? Well, harvest is kind of just nicely started in some spot. Mostly it's just lentils that have been going in the ground, and, and guys have been pleasantly surprised so far. I'd say at average to even possibly a bit above average for the lentils so far. Haven't heard of anything else being combined, but there's wheat and barley getting really close. And there's some peas that have been combined. Peas are a little bit disappointing to some of the guys. Still awful close to an average crop, though, um, in that 35 to 40 range. So I don't think, considering the weather and considering the rain that some areas had, by and large, I think everybody's content. I wouldn't say they're happy, but they're content with what they got. And compared to last year and the disease issues and uh, the excess moisture and the drowned out, this is uh, we'll take this one. You see it as better than last year? Yeah, for my particular area here around Rosetown, it's considerably better as far as the drowned out. There was a big percentage of the lentils never even got harvested. The cereal crops were all full of fusarium and whatnot, so it's much better than last year.
Some analysts have said the canola is the one suffering from this very extended dry spell. Some crops will only be half of normal. How does it look in Rosetown area for canola? Well, a tale of two things. Uh, If you're lucky to get under a few showers, and and some guys were, they look like they got some pretty nice crops. You know, you don't have to drive too far, usually from a nice crop in any direction to run into a poor one. But canola will be the one I think that is maybe the one that's hurt the most by this really hot and dry weather. But like I said, there has been some really spotty showers. And if you're lucky enough to be under that, uh, I think you're looking pretty good. If you're not, you know, I don't know. I've got some canola that's probably at 25. And all things considering with the moisture that we had right here, I have to be content with that. That's just the way it is. So harvest has just started, uh, you said, in the area. When do you expect it to wrap? Oh, I give us, you know, if we no weather delays and no problems like that, you know, in four weeks we're going to have a big chunk of this gone. Everything seems to be kind of coming in at once around here. So say I'll be, I'm going to start desiccating wheat tonight and I expect to be into uh, barley by next week and desiccating lentils the week after that. So it's all going to kind of come at once. Jim Wickett farms at Rosetown and is chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. Harvest is about to move into full gear in the Regina area. Todd Lewis farms southeast of Regina at Gray, about 40 kilometers southeast of the Queen City. He expects to be combining lentils shortly. Pulse. Uh, acres is I think it's pretty general uh, combining now uh, certainly on our own farm I would think by the weekend that we should be doing uh, some taking some lentils off and and uh, the rest of the canola and and uh, certainly our cereals are, are uh, coming in quickly and uh, if the heat that is forecast it turns out I think uh, we're going to have a early harvest and uh, it'll be good to get uh, what we have out there in the bin with some good quality hopefully. What do the yields look like? You know the lentils to this point just what we've heard just generally 20 to 25, so uh, nothing, certainly not a bumper, but uh, not a disaster either, and uh, pretty fortunate in the heavy clay here that, you know, we're going to have a, something to put in the bins anyway. I, I know uh, certainly south and west of us there, it gets a lot more, uh, a lot less crop, and uh, and uh, in many cases, it's uh, going to be a pretty skinny harvest, but like I say, hopefully we can get what we have in, in the bins and uh, see where we are for next year, and, and hopefully, you know, once we get the harvest off, we get a little bit of rain in October and November and start filling up that moisture bank for next year because we're sure to deficit, that's for sure. This is the driest year in Regina since 1894. Todd Lewis farms at Gray, about 40 kilometers southeast of Regina. Two old-time harvest events will be held in southern Saskatchewan this weekend. On Saturday, the Arm of Edenwold, east of Regina, will hold a threshing bee at the RM Maintenance Shop off Highway 46. Antique threshing equipment will be put to use to celebrate Canada's 150th anniversary. The event is free, with guests asked to bring a donation for the Regina and District Food Bank. New equipment will also be on display with the event running from 1.30 p.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow. As well, the Motherwell Homestead near Abernethy will be the scene of an old-time harvest bee this weekend. Crystal Baxter is with the Friends of the Motherwell. She says her nonprofit group works with the National Historic Site, a Parks Canada site, to tell the story and history of the Motherwell Homestead. 
Events will be held tomorrow. Uh, Binding and Stooking is going to run from 10 to 4, and it is an all-day event. We do uh, welcome families to come out, and we are, we're only about an hour uh, northeast of Regina, out past Fort Capel there, so really easy to find us. Um, we start with activities right away in the morning at 10 o'clock, so you, you can come on out and you don't want to miss that. Baxter says there are crafts and games for the public. We're going to be doing things like making fresh ice cream. Who doesn't love that? We're going to be having some milking demonstrations and, of course, our binding and stooking out in the field. So that's all hands-on. you got to come find out what that's all about. Baxter says the Motherwell site outlines the story of food from field to fork. And when you come out to Motherwell Homestead, you get that hands-on. Everything from the little piggies and chickens and, and sheep and horses and cows in the barn to the grain that's growing right in the field. You can grind it yourself and then see how it turns into that wonderful bread in the kitchen and maybe even take some treats home with you, you know, get a little snippet from the garden. I'm getting hungry. The Motherwell site will also be busy in two weeks' time. But we, we do have some threshing people out, and we're going to be coming out for threshing in two weeks from now. But that said, we invite everybody to come give us a hand because threshing crews used to be used to be big. People used to come together from the community, and we are inviting people to do that again because there really is nothing like an event where people get together from the community, sharing all the, the hard work, but then there's there's all the fellowship and all the, the treats and all the goodies that come along come along at the end of that so it definitely is something special to be a part of at the end of the month the regina symphony will be on a grand stage in the farmyard at the motherwell homestead near abernethy market update is brought to you by scott bjornson of hall is wealth call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of scott bjornson hall is wealth Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 340 at 476.24. Flax gained 719 at 428.44. Oats dropped 658 at 151.70. Number one red spring wheat decreased 1088 at 255.62. The rest were unchanged. Durham 293.77. Feed barley 150.29. Yellow peas 288.54. Feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is down 21 and three quarter cents at 682 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 300 cattle on offer here at our Tuesday regular sale. Just a reminder, we do have an off-truck yearling and calf sale here Tuesday, August 15th. Looks like four to 600 yearlings for that sale. Cow market and bull market, it looked a little lower again here this week. Looks like a lot of these good cows are going to bring from 92 to a buck, maybe the odd cow, just a buck, buck three, but they got to be pretty top end to do that. Good bulls are going to bring from $1.18 to $1.26. Medium bulls are less than that. This future board has kind of weakened here a bit in the last 10 days, two weeks. Nobody seems to really know which direction it really wants to go. That's off-truck yearling sale at Heartland Livestock Moosja on Tuesday the 15th. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 187 to 193 per CKG. 
today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 184 to 193 per CKG. 100 index dress weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, August 11th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 189.98, Ham's Cash, 188.48, Thunder Creek Brick Co, 190 even, and High Life, $191.23 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 68 to 72 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. U.S. cash markets turned lower across three reporting regions, with the ISM and WCB regions down over $1.25 per hundred weight U.S. The market appears to be preparing for larger supplies in the face of seasonal weight increases, which are likely in part due to the impacts of cooler temperatures and fresh corn ahead. The October lean hog contract is currently trading at a larger than average discount to the cash market, but without some concrete news supporting either direction, it will be difficult for the futures contracts to break out of the current trend. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, sunny early this afternoon, then partly cloudy with 30% chance of showers this afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm, wind southeast 20 becoming light today, the high 27 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, 30% chance of showers early this evening, risk of a thunderstorm, the low 10. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers in the afternoon with risk of a thunderstorm, the high 28, the low 11. Sunday, sunny, the high 28, the low 12. Monday, sunny, the high 27, chance of evening showers. Monday, the low 16. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 26, chance of evening showers again. Tuesday, the low 14. Wednesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers. The high 24, the low 11. Thursday, sunny, the high near 25. The normal high is 25, the normal low 10 degrees. The sun rose at 541 this morning. It sets at 826 p.m. Around the province, we have Estevan and Saskatoon, both 25 right now. Swift Current is 19. Weyburn is 25. Yorkton, 24 degrees. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's 26. That's 79 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 13, gusting to 31. Humidity is 29%. The barometer dropping, 102.0. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 25. Winds are from the south, southwest at 13. Once again, Regina, sunny and 26, that's 79 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.